Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast. With thanks to Beach Soccer Worldwide partners, Humor, Iconic, Real Fever, United Nations Alliance for Civilizations, and Genius. Thank you all for believing in the sport. Hello and welcome to Sand Talk, the Beach Soccer Podcast. And for the first time ever, myself and Matt Mills are in the same room. Well, not exactly a room, a majulis. Which is Arabic for meeting place, because we're here at Neon in Saudi Arabia. And Matt, you can tell by my voice, eight hours a day commentating. I'm flagging a touch. How are you? I'm all right. I'm a, you've just blown my mind, though. Is this really the first time we've done one face to face? This is the first time we've been together doing it. Oh, wow. And I don't know if we're dropping this bombshell already, but it's also the last. We need some violin music. Hold on. Yeah, it's there. This is Matt Mills' last podcast as he is leaving Beach Soccer Worldwide to go. Apparently you're moving to Norwich. I don't tell everyone. Well, I don't think they'll be chasing you down there. And people listening internationally, if you don't know what Norwich is, well, it's on the east coast of England. It's a town famous for Mustard, Norwich City Football Club. And did I mention Mustard? It's a quiet place, but Matt is off to the countryside. So his final beach soccer podcast and lots to talk about. We're here at Neom. We need to go through the men's and the women's competition. And before that, in Dubai, the Intercontinental Beach Soccer Cup. I'll let you take the slack on that one, Matt. Uh, for Brazil, a loss again in the final after the South American Championship in May. And this time a loss to Iran. But what an atmosphere at the stadium. Yeah, it always is when there's a, a surprising amount of Iranians in Dubai, actually, and they just pack the stadium every time they play. And in the final, it was just bouncing against such a, what's the word, high-caliber opponent as well. I think people were really, really up for that one. And it was a fantastic game, very low-scoring game, some incredible goals to win it. And uh, yeah, fourth title for Iran. Congratulations to them. It did give them a lift, didn't it? Apparently, those people locked out the stadium. It was that busy. And that crowd, the will of the crowd behind your team, it's, it, that was the difference, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I don't know if you've seen any of the drone footage, but it was probably the busiest match we've had, at least in my experience, of five years of the Intercontinental Cup. 
But yeah, it definitely gave him a boost. And for Brazil, I suppose it was pressure on because they lost the South American Championship in May. Big surprise on that one. They were missing some big players. So you think silverware in Dubai, surely that they've got to be guaranteeing that. Surely they're motivated to get that. But Iran just stepped up. Yeah, and I think it was a fair result. I think sometimes Brazil panic a bit when they go behind and they start, instead of playing this slick beach soccer that we all know so well, start taking pot shots and, and it just doesn't really come naturally to them. And Iran did really well to hold them off, to be honest. Only 2-1, remember, they won. But I think it's a fair result. And I think for Iranian beach soccer, I was speaking here at Neon to Marco Octavio, the Brazilian coach who was in Iran for six years. And the thing he did there, which he's hoping to emulate in Brazil is they created a beach soccer environment. So in Iran, you've got the league that runs eight, nine months of the year. Players play week in, week out. And it seems to be, well, it's obvious the more you play, the more you play together, the more you play against your teammates in the international scene. You understand how they play. You're well-practiced. You're almost, you are a professional beach soccer player week in, week out. And you can just fly. A team can just, in a couple of years, become world beaters as Iran are. Yeah, definitely. I think that there's various factors in Brazil that they're always working against, which obviously one is the size of the country. It's absolutely mad. So you can't just fly around Brazil every week to play the league, not for beach soccer anyway. And also the players are so in demand. You've ne you've never got them all on the ground at the same time. So it would need a, a big, big mix up of how they do things. But I think that's the dream for most countries when it comes to beach soccer. We saw that in the Copa America final. It doesn't matter for Paraguay, of course, they'll take that victory. It'll go down in the history books as a, as a continental crown for Paraguay. But probably just a little bit of revenge for Brazil, who beat them in the semi-finals in Dubai. Let's not forget that. It was a very, very close match, just 6-5. And then, of course, here in Neon, which we'll move on to later. I think watch out the rest of South America and Paraguay, because Brazil are on the comeback. So we'll start with the men's competition. It was nice to see a 40-year-old in the shape of Mitch Day of England being joint top scorer in this, and he was a very happy man. And what a performance by the England veteran. Yeah, I don't think anyone really expected him to finish top scorer, joint top scorer with Paraguay's Benitez, but what a performance. Those four goals against Saudi Arabia, they just came out of nowhere, really. And it was, a, it was an odd game. It was a very, very interesting, interesting game for the neutral, which, of course, me and you are neutral, Mark, when we're on the job. But that, it was 8-7, wasn't it, in favour of England? And I was talking to Aaron Clark, actually, after the game, and he said, I can't remember the last time we scored eight goals in a game, mate. That's an impression of Aaron Clark for you there. And I was thinking about it before I spoke to him, and neither can I. Can you remember the last time England scored eight goals in a game? No, I was commenting, I had the stats, the average less than four a game. So, yeah, as Aaron Clark said, it probably is a while since they've scored eight goals. And for, for Mitch Day, he started off with the overhead kick in his first game, big grin. And he just gained in confidence after that. And he did score the winner against Saudi Arabia after they equalised with about well, 20 seconds to go. And then he pops up with 10 seconds to go. Thank you very much. And for England, it was a it was a decent tournament. And they'll take a, a lot of heart for that. And we should look at the women's tournament. Well, I mentioned England there. They got to the final. And it seems to be a bit of to and fro, a bit of push and pull between them and Brazil. They beat them in the semi-final of the World Beach Games back in 2019 in Qatar. And then lose out twice here, once in the league in extra time and then once again in the final and Brazil only started taking beach soccer not seriously but with the support of the federation back in about 2018 you think they're going to go on to dominate 
Well, like you said, that game that they lost in the semi-finals where England got to the final of the World Beach Games in Qatar, that was their first official tournament. And it was amazing that they got bronze medals. Not many people can, can say that. And yeah, since then, they've probably just got a bit more a bit more flow to their game. They've played with each other a lot more. They've won the Intercontinental Cup last year in Russia, if you remember. First ever Women's Intercontinental Cup. And yeah, I think they... England made some mistakes in both of the games that you just can't make against those Brazilian players. Adriele just been named best player in the world. And although she wasn't on top goal-scoring form, she really, really influenced the game. And you could see the fear that the England players had when she had the ball. Yeah, she just cuts inside, moves the ball really well across the sand and yeah, outstanding in the tournament. Molly Clark as well, we must mention here, for scoring what was a Zlatan Ibrahimovic of a goal, if that is an adjective. Yeah, well, it is now. It is, it is when you're talking to anyone who knows anything about football, I think. And I asked her the next day. I was pretty sure, but I just wanted to check. And I was like, Molly, you, you did mean that, didn't you? She said, you know when you just have those dreams? Well, I saw that goal a couple of years ago that Gori scored in the Italian league which was similar and it was against Andrade but she saw that goal and she's said she's basically been dreaming about it ever since and in that moment she was like this is it this is the moment and boom it was a clearance slash bicycle kick from her own half which shipped and obeyed didn't it from distance I wouldn't say it was a clearance I would say she went for it I mean looking at I was obviously up in the tower and I was looking down the commentary it was just it was not because she was under no pressure, so it wasn't something you would look to clear a long way. You'd maybe look to, to move the ball forward, but she was going for goal. No, she was going for goal, but she, she herself said, well, first and foremost, I just wanted to get it out of there because I think she was under a little bit, well, you're always under pressure in beach soccer because, you know, just one little shift of position, being off balance and someone nicks in. But she, she said herself it was, it was, she just wanted to get it out of there, but it was, it was a shot. Find it on YouTube, well worth the watch. And we should return to the men's competition. I think stand out for me, and I've never seen a player move so quick across the sand. Benjamin Junior, his dad played for Brazil in 2009 in the World Cup. And he was fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah, he really was. Just the quickest feet. And when he's got a little bit of space and time on the ball, he'll just do a little trick or something to lift the ball out of the sand. And it's always comes off. Very good to see, very good to watch, very entertaining, good value for money and seems like a nice chap and he scored some fantastic goals and it was often just that, just a little dart to the side, getting a bit of space, Bay Martin style and smashing into the bottom corner, wasn't it? Yeah, he's that similar sort of style of beach soccer player, he's very small, diminutive, but he's so quick across the sand and the goal he scored in a final yesterday where he nipped it between two players, I don't think I've ever seen anyone accelerate that quick off the sand and find the space and to leave two Paraguayan defenders for dead it was just uh, absolutely fantastic we should mention for Paraguay as well Benitez outstanding throughout the tournament yeah Benitez won the top scorer award alongside Mitch Day and because they're such a, a team Paraguay obviously they go and they play as a club in various competitions there's not really like a standout star but they just work with such synergy together that, uh, yeah, I think he's going to start becoming one of the more recognisable players because he, he was brilliant in Dubai as well. Yeah, the other, kind of the opposite to Brazil, the team played together and I was speaking to some of the officials from the Paraguayan FA and the plan, the plan which they are executing, the strategy is that they look to play a tournament maybe every month or so. And if they don't play as the national team, they have played previously in club competitions, a national, which is 
club side in Paraguay, not the actual national team, despite the name. And it's a strategy that's worked, but it also means that a player's profile isn't as high because they're not appearing for different teams in various club competitions, particularly the European club competitions, which you've got the likes of Caterino appears in, you've got the likes of Ozu appears in, so their profile is, of course, a lot higher. In the women's competition, we'll just flip back to that. I think a special mention for three England players. I'll get this, map. They played four beach soccer games in four days, fly immediately after their final yesterday, back to England and as we speak now as I look at my watch a few of them three of them in fact I'll be on a coach to Exeter which is a four and a half hour drive from Heathrow Airport where they land to play an FA Cup first round game for Bournemouth that is dedication it certainly is and they're gonna have some stiff legs I hope they can sleep on planes because if they're on coaches because if they can't they're gonna arrive sleep deprived as well but hats off to them and it sounds intense, but at the same time, I do think to myself, wow, that's an exciting couple of days you got coming up, isn't it? Yeah, when you're playing in the world's oldest and probably greatest cup competition in the English FA Cup. And here, as I look around, our Magellus here, with the mountains in the background, the sea in front of us, you've gone from like 28, 30 degrees in the desert to the world's most famous cup competition. So yeah, it's something to tell the grandkids or even the kids or us to tell people on the podcast. Yeah, hopefully they can they can do that one day. But yeah, it's it's we should talk a little bit about the facilities here, Mark, because it's just amazing. I've not really, I've, most of the players, a lot of the players have said that they've never been to a, a competition like this. The photographer who's been doing beach soccer for twenty years said this is his top three events. The big thing here at Neon is the attention to detail. Now, obviously, I was in the stadium and I'm looking around the stadium, but they had ice baths behind the stand and they weren't just like wheelie bins full of iced water they were actually iced water that was circulated by a refrigerated machine they were there for the players there was physios they could make appointments with available in the athletes village the food was amazing the accommodation amazing even as much as the mattresses in the cabins that we've got our memory foam so it ages sleep so every little detail was covered and every single player commented that it made their life easier and that was reflected on the sand. If you watch the highlights of the tournament and even the lower-ranked teams like England, they just it raised their standards because they had nothing else to worry about. There was nothing niggling on their mind. Everything was taken care of here. If you were to imagine it, imagine it like a Olympic village. So we've got the village that we're sat in now, the Magellus area, the meeting area, which is all cushions and carpets across the floor, as you imagine, Arabic style. Cabins for all the players, which are obviously air-conditioned, your own bathroom, your own little kitchen area, comfortable beds, TV. Olympic is a word that I've heard used to describe this event various times from various different people. And it's actually sparked a couple of conversations. And if you saw what Juan said, well, you did see because you were in the press conference with me, what Juan Cusco, the president of Beach Soccer Worldwide, said yesterday about the objective for beach soccer is to be an Olympic sport by 2028 in Los Angeles. I think this event just garnered the belief that it will be an Olympic sport. It seems to be mentioned more times than any other event I've heard. and It's, it's getting closer, and I think, with the, the influence of the likes of this event and the standard of the beach soccer. That's the most important thing, the standard of the beach soccer. Because obviously in the Olympics, you will have lesser-ranked nations coming from different continents. But you can see it can be competitive. It can be really, really entertaining. And that's key if you're going to get a sport into the Olympics. Yeah, definitely. I think the the feeling around the beach soccer community is that it's a matter of time, but yeah, that's that's very much my feeling as well. 
I think we have to have special mention for Ukraine's team. For them, it's been extremely difficult to get here. I was speaking to some of the players and it was a 58-hour journey. They had to go via Hungary, then fly to Dubai, and then to Tbuk. And obviously, they had a two-hour drive here to the camp. What an outstanding effort from there. The players now living in Portugal, living in Hungary, Estonia, and still a few of them in Ukraine. One of the players has no home anymore. She's had to relocate within Ukraine. And it, they had good news while they were here from home. And the spirit they showed, the attitude they showed, the, you know, the, the brightness around the camp, they gave a real beacon of hope amongst the adversity, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They definitely did. There was a lot of positivity coming from, from those girls. And congratulations especially to Anastasia Terek, who won the best goalkeeper. And that one performance where she kept a clean sheet against the Netherlands, was it, and scored two? Yeah, that was quite some goalkeeping performance. I had a quick mention for the Netherlands, who lost 6-0 against Ukraine. The next day, secure third place, despite the fact they're not that experienced by winning 3-2 against Ukraine. I think we've rattled through the Middle East leg of a beach soccer season. It's the end of the season now. It's the end of the road for you, Matt. Final podcast for you. Final tournament for you at Beach Soccer as the press officer. How does it feel? Well, I can see a tear in your eye there, Mark. It's dust. Sand. It was pretty emotional yesterday, I have to say. It's five long years of travelling the world with a very tight-knit group. But one word did you ask for? Yes, for the first time ever, be concise on the podcast. Go. Well, yeah, that would be a first. Well, and, and even then, I'm going to take two and I'm going to hyphenate them. It's going to be life-changing. Thank you, Matt. We wish you luck in Norwich. And for the final time, give us the socials. Beach Soccer Worldwide in most places and at Beach Soccer underscore WW on Twitter. And I think you'll remember those social media handles for the rest of your days. As ever, I don't have the last word on the podcast. You have the last two and they are always. See ya. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.